Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, Friday's Crucial Conversation with Jamal. Jamal, it is to no degree of irony today, we're going to talk about process and um, <laughs> two things uh, we've talked about on the show before. I appreciate the fact that you, well, actually, we've made a transition. Um, we started making these 5 a.m. calls, and then I it started getting colder in Indianapolis, and you know how that is. You didn't. I like know it how you it stayed is. here. I know you complained, but colder mornings, and it's darker later. And so now we're we're calling each other around five thirty a.m. And um, this morning, I kind of hit you with a quote that I heard, and that uh, process is greater than inspiration. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you are talking to me now because this is the second week in a row that to get the podcast in on a good amount of time, you are calling me from the car, correct? Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. Just, I, I dare say we're going to do this more often because... Oh, yeah. This, yeah, this is convenient for you because you are burning the candle at both ends and this works oh, yeah. out better. And we don't have to wait so late because right. you, have to get the, you have to get the kids to bed and then when everything else has calmed down, then we start recording and I right. get to bed earlier so I don't complain that you're calling me too early. Right, this is true. Not only that, but like all of my thoughts are fresh from the day. I, right. I, yes. So that's my lawn mowing. I swear to you, I could solve maybe a two thirds of the world's problems if I could just like mow my lawn more. Yeah. I have so many ideas when I'm pushing the lawnmower. Right. And so, yeah, the other part is the therapy of just driving home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk today a little bit about process. Before we do that, I want to give um, two credits uh, this morning or this evening. Um, it's it's probably not a good idea on a podcast to tell people to. Well, actually, maybe it is a good idea. I I, I am a big fan of several podcasts, but uh, Tim Ferriss has just knocked out of the park two weeks in a row. He technically had a rebroadcast, and actually, Jamal, I want you to listen to this one. Um, okay. Tim had on a guest called Mister Money Mustache, and uh, he they jokingly say he has a cult like following. He is a guy that is encouraging people to simplify their lives, do what makes them happy and try to retire early. And this Mm. is the guy that notoriously like you should try to live on $2,000 a month or less. And yeah, you should try. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so he's one of those guys that, you know, he's like, there's a lot of cars out there you can buy for $5,000 and there's a lot of ways you can, you know, he, it's interesting, but his uh, pursuit of simplicity and living life and not being too bogged down with the things you hate was inspiring. And then last night, uh, well, actually by the time this airs, earlier this week, Tim Ferriss released an episode with, with Seth Godin. And I know that you know my healthy reverence for Seth. I personally, yeah. I, I, I think, honestly, he's one of America's best teachers. He's just not, well, actually, he is in an education. It's not in the traditional yeah. sense. And, and, and listening to him, and by the way, again, thank you for the wake-up call, because then I got out there and I got to walk for an hour this morning. But um, I almost didn't call you. I'm not going to even call you. I know you were a little bit later, and I wasn't mad at you for letting <laughs> me see it. Cause if you I, I woke up at 5. I woke up at 5, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to lay back down for you 30 minutes too, man. And it just, 5.30 never happened. Uh, five, it became 5.45. Yes. And, and that's fine, because... I 
it's been weird. There's been some times where I'm waking up at like 4.59 and I'm like, oh, what if I beat Jamal to it? And then lately it's been, again, dark and chilly. So when the phone went off, if, if you couldn't tell in my voice, I had not waken up. So there's no 5.30 alarm for me either. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I heard basically that quote and, and I'm paraphrasing it. Um, but that, that, that process is greater than inspiration. And when I said that to you this morning, you went, Oh, Oh, what does that mean to you? And why is it true to you? Well, you, you'll, you'll never feel your way into working, but you can work yourself into feeling. And the, the, the thing that I feel like we are, embarking on right now is people who can endure a process are the people who are going to come out of this situation that we are currently in um, in America uh, or even all over the world with COVID-19 like these are going to be the people who are up next at whatever it is that they want to be up next at Um, you got to think you know you you go to you look at sports and I come from a sports background um in, in the fact that you look at the Los Angeles Lakers, they just won the, I was about to say the Super Bowl, the, uh, the NBA Finals during a year where, I mean, they were literally in a bubble. They could not, they could not leave. They couldn't live their normal lifestyles. All it was, was it, it was about basketball. And one of the, one of the main things that they mentioned during that time was how hard it was on the players to just only have their job to, to do. They wake up, basketball, go to sleep, basketball. And after lunch, basketball is all basketball. But the, the mental fortitude that it took to endure that process, it didn't happen before the bubble occurred. It happened in years and years and years of preparation for all of those, all of those men. And you, you cannot circumvent process. Now, your process does not have to be traditional, but no matter what it is that you do, there's a process that either you follow intentionally or unintentionally, but there's always a process of becoming whatever it is um, that, that you desire to be. And here's the thing about process or the unintentional process, and, and then, then I'll let you, let you go for a bit. The unintentional process happens when we do things, uh, when, when we allow our subconscious to run our lives, um, when we allow things to, to just happen. I don't believe by any measure of, of anything that we are who we are um, by, by mistake. I believe that it's a series of actions that create who we are. So, so therefore I say, if you are, if you, if you don't have an alarm and you just wake up at an obscure time, you're training yourself to be someone who wakes up at that time. Um, if, if you don't follow through with every small thing that you, that you do, you're training yourself to be someone who, who doesn't follow through with small things. Maybe you just focus on the big things. And I'll say this, there was a student at my school today. He says, man, if I have to quarantine, I ain't doing no work. I said, is that who you want to be when you get older someone who when something happens to you then you you shut down and don't do any work he's like no that's not who I am I'm gonna be I'm gonna be this great you know this great individual he starts telling me all the things that he's gonna do 
And I was like, how do you expect that to happen? I said, there ain't no switch. I said, you're training yourself to be the opposite of that by your actions. I like that. I, well, I'm going to back up to what you're saying earlier. Actually, <clears throat> what is that idiom you had? You can feel your way and, and go all the way to the you'll, beginning. You'll never, you, you, you can't feel your way into working, but you can work your way into feeling. Okay. <clears throat> Let me start off with that. Uh, and it's funny because uh, after my morning walk, then I had uh, two, uh, one Zoom call, which it was great, but didn't get me quite in the mood to really take on the world. Then I had to drive down for another meeting. And this guy was about process. As a matter of fact, what I really enjoyed about the fact is, um, so for those Enneagram fans out there, I'm a seven. I love shiny objects and I'm always trying to take on the new idea. Now that drives my team nuts because we have too many ideas that we're pursuing and we've had to scale back and we've had to have been like hyper-focused on certain things. But this guy that I was meeting with, he had a process in place. He was, even though he was eight years younger than me, he liked writing things down. Now, if you were to walk into my office, you're going to see post-it notes and you're going to see tabs of paper and like those free journals you get at conferences and then spiral bound notebooks. And there's everywhere. They're everywhere. I have ideas crawling out. They're everywhere. I have, I have voice memos on my phone. My brain is a hamster wheel and five hamsters are trying to run on one wheel. <laughs> you already know this because you've known me for a number of years. Yeah. But, but this guy had a system to where he had, I forget what it was called, but basically it was kind of like, it, it, it almost looked like the, the Kindle paperwhite thing. Yeah. So like when he wrote on it, it really only served one purpose. It, it, it transcribed everything to text and it would send it to Evernote. It would send it to Gmail. It would save it in folders, et cetera, et cetera. And every time he jotted down a note, he could, he could dump it in folders. Now, somebody may be out there listening and saying, um, that's anything you want to do on a laptop. I know if I had the discipline to bust open the laptop, I am still old school where I love writing ideas down. Yeah. So this guy had brought the two worlds together. Now, the reason why I say all that is there is, he has a process. Right. I, I, like I, it's too, it, like I have to start over. I'm going to have to buy this because if I started, like actually I was cleaning out my room the other day. Shout Shiny. Out to, shout out to my wife, like saying, oh, Donnie, wow. Because uh, I really am not saying like, you know, I'm trying to like, mansplain or whatever that term is like but what a good boy am i because i finally organized my closet but i was finding notes and suggestions to myself from 2015 mm-hmm. and i'm like some of these were gold <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if i would have had these processes down in place out like who knows so who i knows? like that whole thing of like, I don't, like I don't feel like going through all these notes and and putting them into order but what I can do is get my process right so where I can work that way into feeling it. And so I, that, that, that quote you had really, really resonated with me. So yes, I'm, I'm getting better about process. And quite frankly, one of the things I really value about our, our, our friendship is um, we're holding each other accountable to a process. And the, and the right. first process is just get up. Get up earlier, yeah. you'll get more done. And sometimes I hate it. And we all both know that there's been a, sub- a couple of times where I'm like, oh, my battery was dead, Jamal. Um, one of those times my battery was dead. The other times I'm like, I turned the phone off. I turned the phone off. <laughs> I know. 
I just call you later, but I what's up? <laughs> yeah, but the, <laughs> but I love those processes. Matter of fact, you've even been talking here lately. Like you've even been threatening to do the five thirty a.m. wake up on Saturday and Sunday too. Yeah, it, it threatening. No, it's gonna make us better. Um, just just because because it's important to be consistent with your processes too. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's almost it's and but here's the but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I'm I'm I am I love processes. I love the process, so to speak, um, because I realize that it, it makes us who we are. It shapes us. But there's something that like you have to be aware of the season in the season and what process you use in those seasons. And, 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 and let me break it down. Yeah, so I, like, I like I think we're I like where you're going to go with this. So football example. This is all I got, y'all. I'm 30 years old. I'm still living life, but I can correlate this into anything. And I feel like everybody can, can connect. You have, you have, you have a workout that you have to do that is different from the workout that you do when you're in season and when you're out of season, the off season workout is much more intense than the in season workout, but you have to work out nonetheless. So, so if, if you're an educator or, you are you are someone who is you know just at a regular job and you only have you know two week vacations like everybody has everybody has a high season and everybody has a low season Uh, and and the things that you do during high season cannot be the same things that you do during low season um one of the two things will happen if, if you operate in low season all year long you won't be productive if you operate in high season all all, all year long, you'll you'll overtrain yourself. So it, it is very important to understand the, the time and place. Now I say that to say this. There there are going to be times in your life where you don't need to wake up at 5 30 in the morning to be successful and to get after your day. There 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 are going to be times in your life where you simply don't have to watch what you eat. Um, I think we've all experienced that. If you're listening to this podcast and you're still in that phase, um, kudos to you for uh, being an overachiever because you're probably 15 years old. Uh, but you you have to you have to really understand the the time and place in which processes are most successful. So so what I've what I've learned that's significant is I need to have more than one process, and I need to be able to to. In- they need to be interchangeable in, in the fact that if it's high season, I need to know that, hey, I need to use my high season process. If it's low season, I need to, I need to switch it up because that's the thing that will, that will really elevate us to that next level. So now let me bring it to where we are now. It's COVID-19. And, you know, this, is, this, is, this ain't going nowhere for a couple of years, I believe you have to realize that this is only a season of, of your life where you're going to have to operate like this. Can you imagine the capacity that you are building right now with all of the stress that you're dealing with, with all of the turmoil that you're dealing with and all of the changes that happen day to day? Think about the capacity that you are building right now. You are literally going through a process and you're creating a process. If you're in education, every day feels like the first day of school every day. 
Um, there's never a day where, where you're not. Uh, now imagine when we go back to regular and kids don't have to wear their mask and you're going to have a prom and homecoming. Like that stuff is going to be like shooting fish in a barrel because not only did you have you learned a new process, but but you're going to have a new process that's more amplified and you're going to be able to interchange those things given the season and time. I like seasons, especially as the metaphor of seasons of life. And so that, that really resonated with me. Um, I, I like, no matter what, I, I think what we're also talking about uh, in a deeper way is um, reflecting on what works for you. And, 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 and I think that that whole metacognition thing, like, I, like the, the people that are striving to be better are always looking both forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. Forwards in the sense that you're trying to come up with these processes and backwards on assessing what worked for you and what didn't work for you and giving yourself the benefit of the doubt on what didn't work for you. And by the way, this is where the rubber meets the road. Either making, there's a difference between making an excuse and knowing just what doesn't fundamentally work for you. Right. Like, wait, like waking up at 530, uh, I have an excuse that it doesn't work for me, but it does. So right. therefore, if I reflect on it, the process of getting five for 30 in the morning works for me after I fought through it. And, 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 and I think that there's just such a powerful, I don't know, people that want to reflect and journal. And I, I think I've talked about it in this podcast. I, every two weeks, send myself a three, two, one video. Um, matter of fact, I got one coming up this Friday and then come to think of it every two weeks, I get out my phone and by the way, this is another process I guess we're talking about every yeah. two, weeks, I get out my phone and I open up the YouTube app, right? Cause I don't, I, I can, I can technically save it to my gallery and then send it to YouTube, but I I'll open up my YouTube app and then I'll just, uh, I'll set it to private. Right. And I talk to myself. I go over the three things that I said that I wanted to accomplish and did I accomplish them? So basically I have three successes, two regrets, two failures, and one piece of advice I'd give to myself for the next two weeks in another month in five years from now, because I'm starting to build up an archive of my life and it's for nobody else but me. And, and my kids are going to enjoy this when I'm 80, right? Oh, this is when dad was in his 40s. Because I would give you thousands of dollars if I could see 1990 Donnie Wetrick busting out his ideas and thoughts and process. Like, because seriously, this is gold. Yeah. So, so now I'm, I've got a timestamp of my life. Hey, here's three things that I'm really proud of this week. I won't remember those things unless I go back and archive them. Right. And so I'm starting to build this out because I love reflecting because here's the key term, Jamal. I have heard myself say, you know, now that I hear myself talk out loud, I should do this. Mm. Just like the person sitting out, laying on the couch, looking at the, at the ceiling, talking to the therapist. Sometimes my therapist is just me talking to my phone. Yeah, because I'm honest with me. No one's going to watch it. I'm not sharing with anybody except again, maybe my kids later on. But for right now, it's my tool. And I and I and I'm starting to be a lot more disciplined. It's like the 530 a.m. wake up call started to be a lot more. Actually, you know what? What happened? I thought of this. I just put it in my Google calendar 
and get updates of like it's due because I kind of eyeball it. But anyway, yeah, you know, you know, as as you were saying that, like I I could not help but just think about it's almost like picture your favorite thing in the in the world, your favorite food. Mm-hmm. Your favorite food. My favorite food is chicken wings, but my wife, I love my wife, everyone. Um, but she has decided to not cook chicken in the house right now um, <laughs> for a lot of different reasons uh, that have to do with the FDA. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody else. Just know that we're not eating chicken. But chicken wings are my favorite thing. For a while. For a while. For a season. <laughs> for a season. Buffalo season. But chicken is my favorite thing specifically chicken wings there ain't nothing better than a crispy chicken wing that's tender on the inside that's seasoned just right but no matter what no matter what your favorite thing is like those chicken wings have to go through a process and i'm being corny right now with with this metaphor but i'm but i'm going somewhere with this like like the 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 thing that the chicken wing has to endure in order for it to be just right for my situation when i pull up to the restaurant is important I like it. I like it crispy. I like it seasoned just right. So when I'm ordering it, I give all of these different directions because I understand that what I say or what I say has an influence on how that chicken wing comes out. Or if I cook it at home, like I understand that the process is really more important than it's the most important thing. Because if, 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 if I fry a chicken wing and I put it in the box and let it sit for more than 30 seconds, then the chicken wing becomes soggy. And it's not crispy anymore because all of the condensation and the, the, the moisture from the chicken, you, you kind of got to let it cool in a, in a different way. You can't let it cool in a closed place. I say all that to say this. Could it be that it is it, the, 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 the things that we have to go through, the things that we have to endure are more, are more important than our outcomes in our lives? And I, I think the thing that I don't, want people to to miss and what we're trying to say yeah we talk about different processes creating different sops for different seasons of life but your life as a whole even even when you're going through a a a a trial or a challenging year like it is i feel like it is really designed to help shape who it is that you are and who you're going to become there has never there will never be another year like 2020 and the end of 2019 or 2020 and the end of 2019, like it has been when, when we come out of this, we're going to be completely different in, in just all of the positive ways. But right now it sucks. You feel like you're being pressed on. You feel like, like all of these things are just, just coming to a head. And, And for a lot of us who have not quit, hold on, don't be weary and well doing, for a new season, you shall reap if you faint not. But but you just you have to you have to hold on and allow that allow these things to shape who it is that you become. I was telling someone today to this point. I said everything that we're going through this year, I am excited that I'm going through it with the people that I'm going through it with here at this school, and I'm excited for all of the challenges that we face in America at this time. And I'm excited that, 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 that these challenges are happening now. I said, because when I get to a position that is more elevated than the position that I'm in now, I'll have the authority of the pen to make the decisions 
that I wanted someone else to make for me when I was in this same position. I'll have the empathy to, to, to understand. I'll have the sympathy to help to, to, to meet people where they are and to pull them to where we're going. And, and along that process, I'll be able to make a lot of friends because my level of connection and receptivity to others and seeing the world through their lens is going to be increased. Because right now, the thing that I want most is more important than what I want right now. So you have to endure the process because what you want most is more important than what you want right now. So you may want to quit right now. You may want to take a leave of absence right now. You may want to do something right now that does not align with what you want most. I guarantee you're going to be more happy if you if if you side on the if, if you get to the side of what I what it is that I want most right now as opposed to if you made the decision to, I mean, what I want most over what I want right now. I like that. That was, <laughs> I like it when we get into these. Um, yeah, man. Well, so to wrap it up, because I, I'm, I'm, we, we've, we've narrowed down um, process and reflection and seasons of life. So I, you know, I, I think I speak for Jamal in, in saying, you know, find your process. What is your process? Because you started off the beginning of it. Feelings are fleeting. Uh, that uplifting feeling or that motivation you get is always short term. It's processes. Um, and, and, you know, I, like whether it be atomic habits from James Clear, or, I mean, there's, there's a lot of suggestions and hacks and things out there. But I think the ultimate that what Jamal and I both hit on is it's got to be for you. And it's also, wouldn't you say Jamal, it's also got to be able, it's got to be a stretch too. It can't be too comfortable. Wouldn't you say? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, everybody that's listening. If you think of 10 uses for a rubber band, you won't think of one use that, that, that makes a rubber band useful where it's not being stretched. So rubber bands are only useful if you stretch them. I, I feel like that, that relates to a lot to who we are and where we are as people. You have to grow. That's like in order to grow, you have to stretch beyond where you are right now. Another cheesy metaphor, but it's true. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Jamal, uh, I, I'm telling you, this uh, whole commute home thing is working. I mean, you ain't never lie. I like it, man. <laughs> I feel like we can record every day. Okay. I mean, why not? I like that. I will. <laughs> as long as we don't run out of content, as long as our our our, uh, our numbers stay up there, would would every day to me? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but no, this one was a good one. I, I I I think my biggest my biggest fear is is that I do I run on inspiration too often, and I need processes in place. And so uh, even even talking about some of the things I do, I you know heck I was like man why don't I also put this in my Google Calendar on my three two one video? Um, there's just other things. There's always certain little support things you can do to help that process out. So Jamal and I would always love to hear from you. Um, you know uh, Jamal, you've been you've been talking about using Twitter a little bit more, yeah? Yeah, man. Follow me on Twitter at Jamal Crook if you haven't, um, but definitely. I'm gonna be using Twitter a little bit more for some for some inspirational things um, coming up here. So just follow me, and I'm on LinkedIn too at Jamal Crook. 
and you can follow me on Facebook. Be my friend on Facebook. There and you I have followers on, on Facebook. We have friends, so don't be my friend. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, I'm a little bit probably more active on LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Although, to be fair, I, I, I got rid of all those apps off my phone. So, um, so if you do message me, it may take a, a little longer these days. Uh, I check it maybe every other day. Um, but for my own mental sanity, that's about as much as I want to do. So uh, we'll love to get back to you when I see that. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Jamal. A great episode uh, for Jamal. This is Don Wetrick reminding you, as always, those opportunities and processes are everywhere. We'll see you.